Hi, my name is Farron and you're listening to Hungry for Apples podcast. Please follow me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N, and check out my website, Farron.me. Support the podcast over on Patreon.com backslash Farron, or visit our website at HungryForApples.me. Grab an apple, enjoy the show. What's up? How's it going? Welcome back to Hungry for Apples with Farron. Have you ever thought about getting a hobby? Something that takes us away from what it is that we do all the time. Any time away from the main thing that we do in life is great. However, if the time is well spent or purposeful, it becomes much more valuable. You know what I mean by that? Let's say you found something to do, right? You want you found a thing that you wanted to do. You might want to put it in some kind of parameters. I was thinking about this, some kind of guidelines. I, I wrote down I wrote down four. Let's let me read them to you. Number one, it doesn't have anything to do with your phone. Number two, it's not related to work. Number three, you like to do it. Number four You're able and willing to do it regularly and schedule it into your life. So that's kind of important. You know, you might find something that you like to do, but can you really do it with some kind of regularity? That is, I think, part of why hobbies confuse people. Um, You know, maybe it's one thing if you try something and you don't like it and you you then try something else. This isn't what I mean. It's sometimes you find something that you really like, but you really can't you really can't get to the the equipment or something like that. Let's say you like glass blowing, but you can't get into a glass blowing studio every single week because, you know, you're a beginner and you need to continue to take classes and you, you see what I'm getting at. So you have to figure out a way to choose something that you can arrange it it's po- that it's possible right so i just said taking classes well that's one way i know i know some people that use ceramics ceramics is a great hobby and it, although it's one of those that people fall in love with but then they can't get to a place where they can actually make the thing. Now I know there are some locations around the city where you can choose objects that objects that are already made and and do the glazing there. That's really cool. Um, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about physically making the the clay object. And what they do, the people that I know that are really into it and they just can't can't seem to not be associated with it is they take classes and they can and they use all of the possible studio time that they can so that's one thing to think about when when if you found something that's a little bit obscure that you want to do but how would you really make this this time valuable right well so i just mentioned some of it um which all of that is about learning a new skill um having having a hobby helps us maintain stress Certain hobbies can even calm your stress hormones. So it's one thing to to have a hobby that you continually do week in, week out. And then there's another type of hobby that the act of doing it actually lowers the stress hormones in the system. 
And so it's a, it's a particular set of things. They might make some sense. Um, they're, they seem kind of obvious, but at the same time, it, at the same time, it, sometimes when things are um, very obvious, they're harder to see. So let's see. Reducing stress, these hobbies. Listening to music for at least half an hour a day can lower the blood pressure. Right, so this makes sense, but who sits down and listens to music half hour a day? Well, if it's your hobby and you're exploring different types of music, then you need to actually sit down and listen to the music and not put on the music and do other things, right? So that's how that would work. You would have to actually sit down for half an hour and pay attention to only the music. That's how that would work. Dancing, this makes sense. This is on a lot of lists. I, I looked up all kinds of things. Dancing is uh, on every single list about hobbies for stress relief and a number of other things. The, the thing that makes the most sense in regards to dancing is the there's the cardiovascular activity, which triggers um, the release of the endorphins and those you want those so this is going to also help maintain and but also lower it's it's the in action stress reliever hobby you know another one that was really cool is knitting this knitting showed up a lot but there's this very specific thing with knitting that i thought was cool the repetitive movements the rhythmic repetitive movements can stimulate the release of serotonin that i thought was really cool the the cuz i mean i don't know if you've ever done any knitting but i have i mean i'm i'm not i can't like follow a pattern or anything but i have actually experienced that the repetitiveness of it and it, it does it's very calming I can say that but I hadn't really thought about it releasing serotonin that's really cool um, so you know if you need things that maintain your stress level this is not a bad bad thing to have there's all kinds of things you can knit people love knitting I mean people love receiving gifts that are hand knit you know um, some fairly obvious ones that were, were on a number of lists, and I just I'll just mention them is shopping, taking walks, and um, watching movies, spending time watching a movie. So this is another one of those things where you're not paying attention to something else. You're actually watching the movie, not watching movie with your phone in your hand or something like that. I mean, you could have your dog or your cat with you. That would, that would be cool. You know, petting, petting your, your animal. That's another thing to do that will help you actively release, I mean, reduce the stress in the body, but also for longer periods of time, just hanging out with the pet actually. Hobbies that are said to help with anxiety are very similar to the ones I was just talking about. The walking, the watching movies, the hanging out with animals, exercising, making art. It actually said crafts because I, you know, but then, but then the list of things said drawing, painting. So, um, making a craft, something that's useful, that you can go to the craft store and buy a bunch of materials and maybe make a thing, right? 
I saw someone post on Instagram recently about how they, when they're stressed, they do origami. I thought that was really cool. So what they ended up doing one year was they did a bunch of those little, little gift boxes for their kids' teachers. And, you know, so they they made these objects in a moment of needing to relieve the stress that they were feeling from whatever was going on. So there's this win-win, there's this extra purpose, it's a purposeful action, which I thought was really cool with that in particular. Oh, another few things that I thought were really um, obvious, but you know, maybe not so much exercising regularly, I might've just said that, but um, gardening. Gardening has a tendency to be pretty physical. So if you could get outside and, and garden or maybe create a little indoor garden for yourself. Um, but if you worked on it reg with regularity, there's this thing with having a schedule. Um, I feel like that is important. I mean, I don't really, at this point, I don't feel like I have any hobbies. I have plants, but, it, uh, but now at this, I, at this point, I have uh, so many plants that I feel like I'm just kind of keeping them alive. They don't really feel like a hobby so much. Until I get one that I can't keep alive, then I remember, oh, it's a hobby, it's fine. But <laughs> but, uh, but right now, I think that's why I was so interested in talking about this and, and creating a podcast around it. It was because I might consider adding in a little bit of a hobby into my life. Um, scheduling it is usually the hardest part though, but isn't that just the way it is? Not only do hobbies help with stress and things like anxiety and other situations that are associated with those things, there's uh, overlapping situations that can happen. The, um, is it, they help build self-confidence. There's this thing around learning a new skill or creating an object, um, something that's useful or not so. It doesn't, I mean, it doesn't really matter because if, I mean, I guess if you make an, an object that's not useful, it's probably a gift. So that's pretty useful in my opinion, but someone else might argue with that. But it's, there's, a, there's this purpose, a purposeful activity within that also helps promote different types of recovery in the body. So I feel like having a hobby is pretty important when it comes to creating a sense of well-being or, or having, if you're looking for something that's kind of missing in your life right now, or you're looking for something that kind of, that kind of I don't want to say that again, but I just did and it's too late. So there it is. But you're looking for something that will help regulate, maybe regulate your weeks, um, putting a class in or something like that, or scheduling um, a time where you listen to your music or maybe you already draw you already know how but you're not really doing it schedule a time where you have like your own little sketch time and you make sure that you are alone if that's important to you or maybe go to a cafe maybe at one time in your life you used to do that maybe do that as your hobby. Visit a cafe once a week and do some drawing or some writing or something like that. I think the part of this is that 
it gives us time away from what our regular life is centered around. And with that time away, we're able to truly focus on what is important. Not to say that the hobby isn't important because it, it is, but it's really a vehicle to enhance whatever we already have going on in our life. Thank you so much for listening. Let me know if you have any questions. If you enjoyed this episode, you should look back on my episodes and check out Bringing the Earth Inside. It has to do with having plants as a hobby. And outside of that, just have a great week. Thank you again. Bye. All right, that's our show for this week. Thanks for listening all the way through. If you enjoyed the podcast, please consider a small donation over at patreon.com backslash Farron and feel free to reach out to me on Instagram, F-A-E-R-N. Or if you have any questions, check out my website, Farron.me. You can contact me there. You can see my class schedule and upcoming events. Again, you've been listening to Hungry for Apples with your host, Farron. I'm just feeling it out. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Bye.